Traveling Mercies by Rachel K. Jones In the old stories, strangers at the door could be disguised gods, so you had to invite them in. It was a sin to turn away a guest. Atifi Devo Bhava, Sanskrit, the guest is God. I am not God, though I am old. As the road rolls by, I know sunrise is near by the darkness outside. A church approaches on the left. A spotlight beneath the steeple sends a long black finger into the sky. Everything looms larger at night, bulked up by shadows like fluttering cloaks. I pull over and rest my head against the wheel. Travel takes its toll, but you can't stop until you're home. I'm far away from home. And I'm almost out of time. Just as the horizon turns gray, I reach a long gravel driveway that wraps around a green shuttered house. They've left the porch light on. They're expecting me. I knock anyway, and a woman answers the door, coffee cup in hand, wet gray hair drying limp on her shoulders like moss. Marcia, an old friend. You made it! The force of her hug knocks me back a step. Come on in, Olive. You must be exhausted. I am pretty tired, I admit. Construction on I-96. Not much traffic, but it was slow going. I'll take your bag. Marsha grabs for it, and I let her. Sometimes you have to let people take care of you. That's the contract, the covenant of friendship. There are rules to this sort of thing, like how they have to invite me in. Want coffee? Sam brewed a pot before she left for work. Or do you want to sleep? I do need to rest, but another, more desperate thirst drives me. So I take her up on the coffee. In the kitchen, we watch the sun wash the countertops rose gold. Reflexively, I flinch from the light's touch. But the feeling passes. I'm safe here, for now. Hospitality is sacred, and the guest divine. Let no harm befall him once you have welcomed him in. Marcia and I haven't crossed paths in years, not since we bonded over coffee and good music in Johannesburg. Keep in touch, she'd said, and look me up if you find yourself in Michigan. Wish I could stay longer, but Sam is waiting. She said Sam the way another woman might say home. That's how she came to join the address book that never leaves my pocket, my lifeblood. It took me 11 years to take her up on the offer. Travel takes forever because I can only move at night. But I made it. When I slaked my thirst for conversation, I set down my cup. I'd better get some sleep. Long drive ahead of me tonight. Marcia is crestfallen. Can't you stay a little longer? You just got here. I shake my head. I'd better not. I need to get home. I've been saying that for 200 years now. It's another rule. Company that lingers too long becomes part of the household. So I mustn't overstay my welcome. Otherwise, I need to be invited in again. Easiest to just move on. Besides, I have many friends to see. Marcia's guest room is well lit and comfortable. An old patchwork quilt drapes the wrought iron bed. It's heavier than it looks, 
like the weight of the years is trapped between the layers. Out the window, the sun rides over the tree line and does not destroy me. The invitation protects me. I have slept in guest rooms grand and humble, sometimes no more than a blanket on the floor. There is a painter in India who puts me up on a cot beneath an easel splattered saffron and blue. In Curitiba, Brazil, my host stays up so late I've never even seen the guest bed. When I cross the Atlantic, a flight attendant's welcome on a red-eye flight shelters me on my journey. At Marcia's house, I sleep like a dead man. When I wake, the horizon is pink like scar tissue and the smell of garlic fills the house. I find Marcia in the kitchen with Sam. A half-assembled lasagna rests on the stove between them. Please stay for dinner, Marcia says. I don't think I'll ever like garlic, not after all this time, but I've come to tolerate it. A good guest accepts the hospitality offered with grace and thanks. I'll eat anything for the sake of good conversation, an hour with an old friend. These moments fill me up like blood did before the invitation changed me. I slake my thirst on stories about Sam's catering business. My genuine interest makes her glow like a little sun herself. Sunlight filtered thus is good medicine for me. Where are you headed next, Olive? Marcia asks during a lull. Montreal, if I can make it. It's a long drive, to be sure, and a border crossing to make. Sam lights up. I have friends in Montreal. Where are you staying? I was going to get a cheap motel. No, stay with Will. I know he'd love to have you. I'll call him. All right, then. Where does he live? I pull out my notebook and flip to the section for North America. I jot down the address and phone number. Sam rattles off. Another name on my list. Another dot on my map. Another shelter against a consuming fire, a long overdue death. It is dark when I depart. It is always dark. My hosts stand framed in the golden light pouring onto the lawn, pointing to the driveway like a road sign. I climb behind the wheel. I'm going to miss them. I wish I could stay. But home is ahead. There is this. Some say it's really the guest becomes God. There is this. In 200 years, my address book has never left me shelterless in the coming of the dawn. Someone has always taken me in. Together, eyes shut, vulnerable to sleep, we place our faith in one another. In this lives something divine, a kind of redemption. Even old, weary monsters of the night can learn to live on such food. We are always arriving home. This has been a Podcastle miniature. This story was originally published at Strange Horizons and was written by Rachel K. Jones and narrated by Khalida Muhammad Ali. Rachel K. Jones is a science fiction and fantasy writer living in Athens, Georgia. Her work has appeared in dozens of venues, including Lightspeed, Strange Horizons, Beneath Ceaseless Skies, and Shimmer, 
She's a CIFLA member, an editor, and a secret android. Follow her on Twitter at Rachel K. Jones. Kalina Muhammad Ali, you may know, as she's co-editor at Podcastle. Kalita lives in Houston, Texas with her husband of 25 years and three children. By day, she works as a breast oncology nurse. At all other times, she juggles, none too successfully, writing, reading, gaming, and gardening. She has self-published one novel entitled An Unproductive Woman, and has produced a story at a skate pod, and has a story in the Alphabet of Embers anthology and in Strange Horizons. Of her alter ego, Kay from the planet Vega, it is rumored that she owns a time machine and knows the secret to long youth. You can catch her posts on her website, www.kalita.com, and you can find her on Twitter at Kalita. Of this story, Rachel says, Years ago, I hosted an escape artist staff meetup at my house, and all these people I'd only known from the internet showed up on my doorstep for a night of fun and friendship. Late that night, as I lay on an air mattress in my living room while escape artists slept in rooms around the house, I thought about how hospitality was one of the great virtues of the ancient world. Throughout all of human history, it has been important for us from time to time to put our trust in strangers, to invite them in, to drift to sleep, and trust that we won't murder each other in our sleep. It's such an important virtue that just about every faith has a story about the divine knocking on human doors and partaking of whatever hospitality is offered. Today in a world where borders and doors are slamming shut all around us, it has never been more critical to practice the virtue of hospitality. So to all of our far-flung friends, know that you're always most welcome at the Flying Castle. We hope to see you next time. And thanks for listening.